In Support of Families. This is Emily Penrod. My guest today is Kristen Maines, the sassy mom. This is the title she uses with her coaching and mentoring for moms and blended families. Kristen, welcome. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, I am really intrigued when I talked to you when we first met. You had an approach I really admired about finding the school that best matched each of your children. So tell us about that, starting with the number of children you have. Tell us about your family. We have a blended family of nine, and so I have seven kids, and uh, they were under 12 when we got married, and... So there was a lot of different personalities to deal with, and plus blending a family and and figuring out where everyone fits in and trying to to be a mom to uh, kids that grew up without me. You know, I wanted the best options for their education, being a a mom to kids who were mine, but also a mom to kids who had lost their mom when they were very young. So I wanted to step in and. and and fill that role, and education was a, a big part of that. And how did you go about deciding, you, you were concerned about their education, how did you go about deciding what the best educational setting was for each one of your children? Well, it started when my oldest went into a middle school, and we decided to send him a little bit against my will, I will say, in the very beginning to a school that wasn't very close, but luckily his cousin was going there, and we could carpool, and it was because that's the school that fit him, because he has, um, he's more academic, more intelligence, that kind of stuff, and so when he got out of middle school and it was time to go to high school, our boundary school had changed for high school. And the one that we have in our boundaries would not have fit him well. And so we let him choose. And it happened to be the high school that his cousin was going to. So it worked out well with that as well. Child, she wanted to try our boundary school and that worked for her for a little while and then as time went on and her needs changed we transferred her to the other school where my oldest was going then my third son or the third child um, he decided to go he was more academic more he liked the letter grade so it was uh, our the Copper Hills was the one that our other kids were going to. That's the one that he chose to go to, and actually it really fit them well because they they were more into theater and choir. All three of them did those choir, and some of them did. And when it came to my two boys after them, a it, it was <laughs> there were two different personalities, and so they were same grade. And so we tried the sending them to a 
school outside of our boundaries. And it worked for one of them, but the other one decided it wasn't for him. So we sent him to our boundary school. (laughs) It's a lot of the kids, huh? (laughs) And he ended up trying different schools. He actually ended up trying online school. He tried going to a school in Provo because my husband works in Provo. And, but that didn't work out. And so he went back to our boundary school and that one worked really well for him. So, and now the two younger kids are, they're at one charge at a permitted school and it just is, it just works out to whatever fits them. So it sounds like, you're talking about when they were in secondary school, right? Either middle school or high school. Uh-huh. So they were the ones you were supporting them in their decision. And then were they looking at what the schools offered and deciding, you know, matching their interests to what the schools offered? It, it may have been some of that. Some of it may have been friends or a lot of it may have been friends, but it was the environment that that felt right for, for them. them. And it's, you know, like when they were, the five older ones were in high school and we had them in five different schools, it was chaos. But I wouldn't have traded it because this was such a short amount of time in their life and, and could offer that to them and help them in their, help them be happy in their middle school, high school years, school's hard enough. I mean, <laughs> I want them to be happy. I want them to to really enjoy going to school and not fight going to school, although there was some of that. But for the most part, they were just happy to where they were. Well, that, that's been my experience with teenagers when they have buy-in, when they've been part of the decision-making process, they do better. Right. I think that they would be more invested. Their grades were probably better. Mm-hmm. Probably didn't have to drag them out of bed to get them to go to school. Yeah, there was some of that. But <laughs> but they're, for the most part, once they found the school that fit them, it, it really they did really excel. And uh-huh. where they were. And my youngest that we tried uh, online school this year and we just decided to put him in a charter school, he figured out that online school isn't for him and that he wanted to go back to the charter school. And But he wouldn't have known that without giving him the opportunity to figure it out. Sometimes we need to give our kids the opportunity to say, oh, yeah, you're right, okay, that that didn't work for me, so let's go back to this, and it's okay. Yes, we, we understand when, a, when an adult wants to change jobs, so why not let them have that experience of, and he probably learned a lot from mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so. the, my youngest that I was just talking about, he, he did not want to go back to the charter school at all. In the beginning of the year, he did not want to go back. So at that point, <laughs> but, it would not have worked to have sent right. him in. 
right? Yes. So listening to our kids and their needs and, and what they want. I'm not saying that you just let them do whatever they want. I'm saying that, that, that they need to be part of what's going on. Yes, definitely. You had the parameters. They, you know, they weren't required to go to school. You weren't like going to let them just stay home and do nothing. Right. So you had the parameters of what was expected. And then mm-hmm. within those parameters, you gave them as much choice as I think that's brilliant. I think Thank that's you. what wise parents do. They uh, give their yeah. children a choice between uh, options. They could live with whatever the child picked. Whatever the child picked is still going to benefit them and help them grow. Exactly. And sometimes it, their, the school they went to did not benefit me whatsoever. There were carpooling times where I was in the car for three hours sometimes. But it, like I said, there's, they're teenagers for such a short amount of time that they need to have these opportunities and they need to see that I have value in what they want. Yes, and what message does that send to them when they see mom is willing to sacrifice three hours of her day? So we can, then they, they're, they're learning that education is important, is valued, they're valued, you care about mm-hmm. them. That's mm-hmm. powerful. Yeah, thank you. It, it has been very powerful. They, they are amazing kids. They, I'm very lucky to yes. have the kids that I have. Well, it sounds like you've put a lot of effort into this, too. Yes. <laughs> and, they, yes, definitely. And based on this, these experiences you've had, what you've learned from it, now you offer coaching and mentoring. And yes, your handle I is do. the Sassy Mom. I love that. My kids came up with the Sassy Mom several years ago. So I've just been a Sassy Mom for about 10 years, maybe a little longer. And um, I, I'm a little sassy. I they it may like say there's, I'm a, there's a story behind that when their their your children came up with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty sassy with them. I have fun with them. I believe that we got to have fun with our kids. We only get 17 summers before yes. they're getting ready for college, and you gotta just stop and smell the the laughter. You know, yes, <laughs> and I, I, but I, I am kind of a no nonsense also, but I'm very out of the box. So I get the sassy title is pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so. great. Now, now tell me about your coaching and mentoring. What are, what are some of the values you have around parenting? Um, my values on parenting are have fun first. And I, I know that may not fit with everyone, but I feel like if we can stop and have fun, you know, mom for a while and stop and have fun within our family, then we are laying a foundation of joy and happiness. And our kids need to see us having fun together. There's enough stuff going on in our family in our home everything that is that creates drama or negativity and stuff but if we can have fun every day and we can 
talk positive every day and we have way more yeses to no's, all those things, I, I believe that it's, it creates a new way of parenting to our kids that want so badly to be treated like people, not just kids. Yes. What advice do you have for moms? Take care of yourself. Yes. <laughs> yes, take care of yourself. I'm still learning that. I take a personal day every month. I'm still learning how to take care of myself every day. I love being a mom. My advice to moms out there is stand up for yourself with your kids. Yeah. You've got your boundaries, right? Right. Your kids know when not to cross my boundaries. They know when they push too far. And I set those boundaries, and they respect me for that. So those three hours a day in the car were your <laughs> gift to them because it was something you believed in, not mm -hmm. you being the doormat. No. It was a gift. Yeah. I love how you said that. And that's power. I, I love that, too. Now, blended families, I have heard so many horror stories about blended families. I understand it's, it's, a, it's a challenge. It is a very big challenge, but so worth it. Our blended family had its ups and downs. In the beginning, it, it was hard. I won't lie. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's been such an amazing journey because when, when I married my husband, I would not – I didn't want to get married until I knew that I loved his kids as my own. Yeah. They, it didn't matter that their mom had passed away. It wouldn't matter if she was still here. I needed to know that for our blended family to work, that I had to know that I loved these kids, all of them. And it doesn't matter where they came from. And it didn't stop the blended family trials, but it's, we just, are we treat each other with respect we are i don't know how to to put it well that that commitment to me it sounds like it was love and commitment yeah yeah i am totally committed i love being a mom i wanted eight kids i got seven <laughs> so i'm good yeah <laughs> but i i love being a mom and a blended family is not a cakewalk for no. anybody, but it's when you can be part of kids' lives that whether in a blended family and you can create a, a unit, a, one family, we don't use the word step in our family. We just have family. We just have yeah. extended families and we, there's no favorites. There's, in fact, I tell all of them, they're my favorite. So yeah, it's, not, it's not your children and his children. Right. You, you said something really important right up there at the first that made me realize to you, it was a package deal. You weren't just marrying a man. You were marrying a man with children and you wanted, yeah, that, I think that's key. Yes, I, I do too. And I, we dated for two years and I got to know his boys and he got to know uh, my kids and it was so important for us to be able to to invest in each other's kids and 
get to know each other. And like you said, it it was a package deal, but not only was it kids, it was his first wife who passed family too. I mean, they had, I had to be able to support them in visiting their mom's family and them being a part of our lives and my ex-husband's family. I mean, we, you just, for the kid's sake, you do whatever's best for the child, not what you're comfortable with or what is best for you or you put a jealousy, you put all those things aside because it's what's important to that child right then. So they all have four sets of grandparents. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's yeah. wonderful. You know, I, I really believe the more adults who are involved in a child's life, the better for them. Kristen, it sounds like you have a lot of wisdom and experience to share with parents, especially mothers. So how do people contact you? Uh, through my website, uh, thesassymom.com, or uh, Kristen at thesassymom.com. And you, and you offer coaching and mentoring just like one-on-one -on -one or in groups? Um, I offer it one-on-one -on -one and also... Um, I'm looking at maybe uh, doing in-home uh, mentoring or coaching um, for families, for blended families. Well, I know they need a lot of support. It's a yes. challenge. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a challenge. And especially if the family has a child with any type of an academic challenge or special needs, and it sounds like you had some of those who just needed to try several different school settings. You suspected the online school might not be the best solution, but you let your child try it anyway. It yes. My, my husband, I will say that he wasn't a fan of all of it, but he was very supportive of it because <laughs> it was kind of crazy, but it, uh -huh. it, was, it was worth it. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing your experiences and lessons learned. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was fun. All right, and you have a great day. All right, you too. Thank you. Thank you.